0: I like beer, it makes me a jolly good fellow,
1: I like beer, it helps me unwind and sometimes it makes me feel mellow, makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host Jeff. And I'm your host Jeff. And uh, actually special today, we got Mateo's Inside the Glass. Inside the aquarium. Inside the aquarium. Welcome. It's wonderful to be a fish today. (laughs) Usually outside, staring in, waving his arms frantically, which we ignore. Good to have you right here on a mic, too.
0: Yeah, it's exciting.
1: (laughs) Which means no one else is here. Yes. Just us. Dream team. I like to call it dream team. This is the right three people for today's episode. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) They were teachers by day, beer drinkers by night, lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. We need a beer to get this thing warmed up. We do. So, someone knew you needed a beer based on where we're going with this. And so, some beer was sent in to be shared with you. Fantastic. It came through me, but I know who it was for. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is coming all the way from up oh, in Seattle, wow, Woodville. Great can! This is Cerveza Cervantes um, oh, from Woodinville, Washington, Triple Horn Brewing. I teased you with a picture of it yeah, uh, I love, last week and went foo- during football with the whole Don Quixote and Sancho Panza, Sancho Panza, and the windmills on the on the. Uh, yeah, it's got a great can design. It's a Spanish lager, Vienna style with maize flake, and it's supposed to be nice and clear, golden in color, high clarity, low bitterness, and I've tasted it already. It's got some malt forward, a little biscuity. It's everything you want. You're going to snap your picture
0: get a picture of it because i love this can and then i guess we're letting mateo drink today so yeah. pass them down to Mateo. well we're gonna put the beer in front of him we'll <laughs> yeah. see what he does it is national
1: no, <laughs> no alcohol world. Day. that's world a world. world different
0: so you may some people don't celebrate those
1: some people only celebrate the national ones well that's where i'm at with it cheers
0: cheers yes oh wow you can just off the nose it's very very malty like
1: bready that's your beer flavored beer just oh, that's how it's delicious. supposed to be that's yeah, delicious i
0: came on the right day i'm a cerveza
1: man myself yeah, that's,
0: a, that's a good start i like that cheers yeah thank you seattle
1: yeah that was amanda amanda that sent a care amanda. package of multiple yeah. things and that was one of them and we had one last week uh, from amanda as well so she's taking care of it member of the book club yes yes we were just talking about the book club so here we are we're uh triple horn brewing cerveza cervantes we got to remember to judge these things at the middle yes. or, or score yeah. them at, at the end, yeah. um, but you can probably tell we're leaning toward positivity on this. Yeah,
0: this one's very good, especially if you like loggers. And it, I would say the other thing that's nice about this is a logger. It's it's like I said, it's got
1: some some maltiness to it, right? It's, it's got, got a little lean. little biscuity. It's a light medium body. Yeah, so it's not so it's like, got like some a flavor flavored water, which is sometimes what you want. This one's got a little more body so to it, a little it. more nuance to it to the taste. So we're coming back. So somewhere we've been, it's popular, people are asking, I think I know why, everyone's looking for a leg up, a life hack, I think you called it one time, um, a tip for living a blissful, successful life.
0: And obviously, we're
1: always here to help. Educational podcast. Yes, I mean, that's what we yeah, do. It's at our core. Uh Yes. So you're looking forward to another segment dedicated to Jeff's for success.
0: Right. But the twist this time... Um, it comes, uh, and you know, it's interesting cause I think we talked about doing this way before, but maybe now is more appropriate, uh, because now it also becomes a tribute, uh, to the late, great, uh, Jimmy Buffett. One of, one of my heroes. In fact, I'd have to say at the top, like probably next to like my dad in, in terms of, you know, and maybe a coach here or there, or a teacher here or there, probably the one person that I've like more of my life has been modeled after his song lyrics and, <laughs> and just living that lifestyle is, but is
1: Jimmy Buffett. I knew I had an easy gig for content this week. I said, here's the idea. We're going with it. I'll sit back and I'll let you do your thing. Uh, so just for success, all you need to know about life and how to live it, love, and how to find it, you're going to find out. It can be found in a Jimmy Buffett lyric somewhere.
0: Most definitely.
1: But we got a little business to take care of. we got a Cerveza Cervantes in hand, and it's time for Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. All right. Well, the Great American Beer Fest happened. Yeah. So we got a lot of local toast. So I'm going to hit some. I'm going to hit Why some of hit our favorites. Yeah. Hi- highlights. Some highlights. Hit the highlights. You can go look up all of them if you want. But the collab, right down the place we meet all the time, because they also have wine for some yeah. of our wine drinking family. Um, the collab did all right. Their Laguna Beach Beer Company that has that brews right there all on right. premises in Vista. Uh, their fruit wheat beer, Tuava Guava. Nice. That got a bronze medal. As did Rye Don from Breaking Breakwater Brewing. Both in the oh, same location. Yeah, they're brewing So you actually there. go to one location and have both those beers. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And a burger. Yeah. And if you bring a friend that wants wine, they get wine. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Here's one that puzzles me. I'm not going to argue with the results. I, I'm not. I'm not the When we had Pat Walls here and he was talking about beer judging. Yeah. They know what they're doing. So I'm not going to argue with this result. I'm puzzled by it, and I would be beside myself. To try first and second place. If this beer got third, bronze medal went to Ale Smith's English style nut brown ale. I want to have my favorite beer in the entire world. I'd love to have the gold. You're right. The gold and the silver medalist. Yeah, I didn't think they're not downgrading it at at all. But what won if that game in third? That's something I need to know more about and drink those beers. In silver medal category, our friends over at Bagby Beer. Uh, another beer that we had way, way before we did the podcast, Herd of Turtles, their yeah. strong porter. Oh,
0: such a good beer.
1: Uh yeah, that that's a fantastic. You, know, you find out it's nine percent as you as you're drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that got a silver medal. So congratulations to Bagbees. All right, here's another one. If this got silver, what in the wide, wide world of sports took home gold? I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Birgeons, Carlsbad Crush got a silver. Congratulations. Yes. What got gold? Yeah. Well, if you want to look it up. They put that in the international style pale ale category. And uh, Breakline Bach over at Rip Current San Marcos, a place we need to get back to. We've had a hard time scheduling a meeting with them. They, they're busy folk. Yes. <laughs> but that's a beer I've had lots of, Breakline Bach, And that, uh, that also took home a silver. So local beers. Uh, Ruler, uh, Domestique, their blonde Ale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, belgian style it's blonde Car- carlsbad silver medal. Base,
0: started in carlsbad
1: yeah gold medals uh belching beaver nice what a long way they've come yes and brewing uh that tropical Terps that we had oh, when yeah, we went over yeah, there and visited yeah, when we had a nice interview uh, we had a taste gold of metal. that well, that's gold impressive. medal that's experimental impressive. india pale ale gold medal for them and they you know in san diego of course represented all across the board yes. but i wanted to point out some of Beers that we've drank on this podcast, that we've talked to the brewers about. I wanted to point out some of those, and congr- congratulations to all of them. That, you know that that's quite an honor, and I know it's exciting. I know it's exciting for them to to get some bling and to be recognized and put your beer up next to other great brewers across America and have it be noticed. That's, awesome. that's fantastic. That's very cool. Yeah. So, congrats! Toast Cheers. to you. Toast Cheers to them. That's
0: a definite toast. Cheers. All right, so I'm, I got two toasts, because the first toast is more of a just, hey, guys, get ready, it's happening. Um, well, it's that <laughs> time of year, my one of my favorite times of year, uh, besides all the great metal, but it's Fat Bear Week. Uh, uh, and, already? Uh, yes, I know. You blink and it comes back again, but Fat Bear Week is... Basically, this week, uh, Wednesday uh, is when voting will start opening up, and it basically goes from the fourth through the tenth of October. Um, and so, on the tenth of October, they'll crown a new champion, the new Fat Bear of the uh, of this year of twenty twenty. That, that yeah. went that fast, yeah, that week. So, so I guess
1: uh, I guess it was only nine months ago we we're getting results or somewhere yeah, so in that neighborhood. Right, so, yes, it was, yes, so it yes, seems yeah. closer than the start. But, yeah,
0: but yeah. it's it's here. So, uh, pay pay. If you haven't checked it out, check out. See who the contestants are, and. Um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll follow the results. We'll be announcing the results here on this podcast. We'll keep we'll keep up with what's going on. But Fat Bear Week is here, um, and then the other one in in sports news again. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Cletus Johnson of Texas Tech University. Um, but first of all, I mean Cletus Johnson, he just won the NCAA Blade Sport National Championship.
1: Oh, yeah. So I bet you, I mean, you got to start diving deep for some of these sports, but he, <laughs> he, uh, here, here's uh Cl- base. Now I, I pegged him. Now this is totally stereotyping and, yeah. and, uh, conscious bias. Right. His name again, Cletus. Cletus Johnson. I pegged him as a NASCAR guy.
0: No, yeah, well, he he might be, but he was doing blade sport national championship. And um, if you can't, you go on. You got to check the video out because this guy was exceptional in in the final round. And basically, he just takes a knife around and just starts hacking stuff all over the place. But he does it with such. Here, here's how the way it was described: in the final moments of the championship match, Cletus displayed remarkable poise and precision, landing the decisive blow that secured his victory. The crowd erupted in cheers, and fellow competitors applauded in acknowledgment of his exceptional performance. So
1: be, that's a, kind of a tough crowd too. Yes. I mean yeah. a lot of flinching yeah. in that yeah. audience I bet a lot of, lot of so
0: but but he wanted basically for his, his blade skills his knife blade skills I
1: think of sling blade mm, yeah you yeah. know I, I actually thought it was like rollerblading. <laughs> no, no, I was no. like, it's, it's blade you... like
0: he actually it, you gotta I watch didn't know it. he was actually slinging a, a knife went, around holy cow this would be the greatest thing to be a, like a fan at because he basically just has a blade he's like one hand there and then he just goes around and it's how many things he can hack apart at this fast he has other things where he has to hack through five things at one time oh sorry and uh and just starts mm-hmm. going and he he did it all in a certain amount of time and he was the national champion in, in college man. i don't know if he's on scholarship for that but you know that gives it hope to be. those guys that don't yeah. play uh <laughs> that, that play your traditional sports <laughs> if you're pretty good with a knife uh there's a there you go to texas tech uh they are the national champions now in a uh, blade sport uh, well so earned there you go so that's my toast for this week um and then in roasts, I just this just is kind of writes itself. But uh, apparently, um, I I don't know who did this. I think it was one of the 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 Tennessean or whatever, you know, that newspaper or whatever. Um, but they basically went through and compiled 12 months of um, health inspection data, and then produced a list of to say, you know, these are these are the worst restaurants in. Oh. Uh, um, you know, in stay, Tennessee, stay basically, out. yeah, um, based on their health inspection records. And so,
1: just to give you an idea, oh, so not not like high calorie, high fat, no, this, no, is, no, health, no, this, this is health, this is these are still, not they give clean a healthy gifts, the score. And so, to give, oh, you an, uh, give you an
0: idea, the median score for most restaurants is 97 out of 100. So, most restaurants. I mean, they're really doing a great job in know So then you have the ones that are not so good, and and the funniest part about it is one of the worst was actually uh, Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk, which is a steakhouse in Nashville. It, it sounds classy. It does, but apparently not. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, big Rock, uh, big Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk had one of the worst scores. So 90, Scored a sixty-nine.
1: Okay, I was uh, say ninety-seven uh, no, no. median. Okay. Yes,
0: yeah. So there you have it. Um, so. Thought that was kind of interesting. So it rose to them because you would think they should be better. But then it was great because I started looking at some other Kid Rock stuff and I saw one of the best quotes because it nails it. Because I don't know whether you're a fan or not of Kid Rock music, but basically this guy nailed it. He says, Kid Rock makes music for dudes who are only allowed to see their kids on weekends, but don't.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, nailed it, nailed it. That's pretty much who. That's Kid Rock's audience right there. <laughs> so prefer not, yet. yeah,
0: but but just don't, don't show up. So Kid Rock, not only bad restaurant, but music not quite there either. So okay. overall roast for Mister Kid Rock because uh, these two things just went hand in hand and had to do it this week. So
1: and in fair, I'm not gonna, you know, people can land where they want on the music. I'm gonna say this on Kid Rock's behalf. I think he's doing the best he can, both musically and in restaurants. Probably true. I, I do yes. think he's doing the best he can. Yeah.
0: And let's be Take honest, that if you're story. looking for fine cuisine and you go, let's go to the big ass honky tonk for, that's probably,
1: I mean, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but in that case, that might be yeah. the right time to do it. And when you're a grown man and you still go by kid. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. That's fair. Right. He's doing the best he can he with is, what he I, I has. Thank you for that. So, with what he has to work with.
0: But I just thought those were funny. Some of this like, is on
1: his parents. Yes. Yes. So So there you have it. And pours, I think we've come to an agreement about pours tonight. I'm
0: just saving my pour because I think the whole rest of this episode is a long is a long pour. If such thing as a happy pour, this is yes, a happy pour. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a very sad pour in a lot of ways, but in the it's same a way, celebration. It's, a, it's
1: a celebration. I like that. That's a celebration. We'll hold it there. And this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. All right, we've already established you're the Buffett expert here. I've been lucky enough to hang on for a ride or two, but you are pure, authentic, connoisseur, super fan, historian, collector. Parrot head, whatever, sure. whatever terms you want to put in there, all positive, none of them derogatory. Give us the rundown on your Jimmy Buffett experience. When did you find it? What has it meant to you?
0: Uh so Jimmy Buffett for us, for both me and my wife, um, we got into Jimmy Buffett actually when we were in college. So when we were, you know, 19, 20 years old at San Diego State, there was a guy that would play a lot of classic rock and we would go and listen to him and got where I really was enjoying the Buffett songs. And then all of a sudden he was playing a show at the old Aztec bowl, which doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And so we actually went and saw him. Um, this would have been around 1989, 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw him play there and were hooked and, uh, Basically, through that and made some, you know, the doc. Shortly after I got started teaching at Carlsbad, made friends with Doc, and he was a fellow parrot head. So I've been on many, many adventures. Um, have probably seen over the course of that time, I don't even know how many shows, uh, 30 plus shows, if not more. Have seen him in multiple states, have traveled to see him. Um, you know, and then on top of that, then you're also looking at all of the, uh, the fallout of that, of like all the, the trop rock people now that we see and we go see and, and that kind of stuff. We've met, been members of the Parrothead club here in San Diego the entire time. We just got back this week and we were down at their anniversary party. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, you come to my house and I've got Jimmy Buffett merchandise or paraphernalia, whatever you want to call it, sign things. I've got album covers framed all over my house, lyrics on the mm-hmm. walls. Um, you can see my bars outside, my whole Maybe outdoors, <laughs> my plow. everything is all geared around, that the, you know, the, whether it's Jimmy Buffett or whatever else, just that Island lifestyle and, and that vibe and that feel. And, and, and uh, like I said, I can't, it's, it's, you know, he, he meant so much to so many people. Um, And like I said, he, he's played a huge role, not only in our lives, my kids, my kids are huge pair heads. We, we went to one, well, unfortunately i wasn't able we were out but i had tickets to his last show my wife and and they they all went to the last show i unfortunately had a little event with school that got me out of, but oh, i we, work yeah but we we flew to uh to las vegas and and uh went to one of his last shows there with all my my kids flew in and we did that um but yeah i actually met him uh, once and, and was able to shake his hand which goes down as one of my highlight experiences <laughs> and that was actually in new orleans at the margaritaville uh, his, his restaurant there. Cause he was there and and we were sitting down and he comes walking through and I'm like, Hey Jimmy, and kind of <laughs> hoisted myself on him. And he shook my hand and, and t- Doc's hand as well. We were both there together. And and uh, then we got to see a, basically almost like a private show with him there and, and, and his little Margaritaville, uh, before we saw him the next night at jazz fest with a hundred thousand people. So, uh, have had some great experiences with, uh, um, like I said, around that, around the music, just, but all of it, you know, and, and, um, You know, I think his legacy will live on, obviously, through his music and through all of his ventures and everything else. Um, And I know for us, he'll, you know, it's just things like this weekend was really cool getting together and doing stuff for positives and and making money, you know, raising money for organizations all through that kind of party with a purpose uh, mentality. There's a lot of happy
1: people. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, and I'm going to sidetrack here a little bit, and all this, it's happy people, they're kind people, they're having fun. I bet in other avenues of life, they may not see eye to eye, but when sure. you're at a, anything that's, that's oh. Buffett related, everyone is just there for fun. But how often has Doc got himself uh, close to, to getting a punch in the nose? Because uh, he because he times. likes to find, yes. he yes. likes to push yes. boundaries. Yes, he does.
0: <laughs> yes. I would say that. I think I commented to you that this weekend, like we're sitting down there at the parent and I would say, and it was funny because we're there with another couple and we're all very like-minded and kind of who we are and our views and everything else. And, and I kind of my talk, my way I've commented on it was that there are people that drive their golf cart around a campground and there are people that walk around the campground. Well, I'm definitely and you are someone that would walk around a campground, um, whereas most people there are going to soup up how much they could soup up their golf cart to drive. You know 50 feet and not you know that kind of thing and and so you can just kind of draw your your conclusions from there and so we don't get into a lot of conversations about politics or any there, that other stuff there, with any of them but we can all agree hey booze to drink, and, to songs drink sing. and songs to sing right yeah. but uh, yes I've seen uh, Todd on many occasions uh, where he goes to a certain point and normally he's kind of oblivious to it so it's always kind of funny but you kind of see yeah, that's what I've yeah, about yeah, him you're you're he like, doesn't okay, know are we gonna clean up after this or not and uh, usually he gets out of it with a smile because he'll bring a beer back to the person and and then everybody's
1: friends again. And uh, he knows how but, to push people's uh, yes, buttons and yes, then charm them out yes. of whatever they're feeling. It, it is it. Mateo, it's magical to watch. You yes. must bring Mateo as a fly on the wall. sometime yes. to see how fast doc can get under someone's skin and then be best, friends best friend. A hundred percent. And his wife's a saint. I will just say that his wife is a saint.
0: So, cause if you've ever been there when she's, you know, she's watching this whole thing and she's had to deal with it. You know,
1: she's a saint. So what we've promised our listeners Jeff's for Success Buffett style. there are life lessons to be found throughout his songs, oh, no doubt, and you're the exactly the person to teach us, yeah.
0: Well, I'll do my best. I mean, obviously, like I said, uh, it's funny. I actually have a Buffett shirt that says "Living My Life Like a Song" because that's a lyric from one of his things, and that's exactly kind of what it is. And it for me, it's and I think for most people are here. I think even Montana, we've had conversation. It's not just it's Buffett was the one that was the first guy that comes out, but it's any artist nowadays, right? And Zach Bryan's a big one right now. You hear a lyric or a song, and it just hits you in a certain way, and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, it's so deep and profound. Whether you hope the artist meant it that way, but you know, if not, I'm I'm having a good time with it. Art and, is art, yeah. And so, and you can go through Buffett songs. And the guy, whatever you want to say, if you don't like his music, you didn't, you know, he wasn't, you know, and he'd probably be the first to admit he probably wasn't the greatest singer, but he had a f- great band uh, and his lyrics were as good as anybody that's written songs in terms of the, the, you know, the messages he's able to convey and and the words he's, the words he's able to put together and that kind of stuff. And, and, a, and a guy that did it for uh, forever. I mean, if you go through his biography you know, it's incredible. I mean, obviously, he's a musician. He was a songwriter, uh, best-selling author. He's had multiple books, and all, every one of them were all bestsellers. Um, He's been, he's acted and stuff. I mean, nothing, but most of the time he portrayed himself or cameos or that kind of stuff. But, you know, you can put actor on it. He's written a musical, um, which is a phenomenal musical in terms of, uh, well, he did, he started with the first one was a human, uh, Herman Wolks, uh, Don't Stop the Carnival. He wrote that part of it for that one. But then he turned around and escaped from Margaritaville, which is based on his music, wrote that one. And that actually started here in San Diego at La Jolla. Uh, ran out. It, that's where it, it had its start. I mean, I think we saw it twice. It's the best musical I've ever been. Cause it's the only musical I've ever been to where the entire crowd is singing along with every <laughs> song and beach balls are flying and everybody was just having a blast. And we had such a good time. We went like on one of the and we went again and, uh, and then it's actually coming to moonlight this next yes. summer. So I can't wait for that, for that, uh, for, uh, um, you know, here in Vista. So if you have a chance to see it, it's just a lot of fun. It's all geared around that. Um, you know, and, and, and here's a guy who basically kind of that, idea of Island escapism. I mean, he started, he was playing on the streets in New Orleans. He was just a street musician, you know, in terms of, you know, he had a plan and a goal, obviously. And and through all of that and that entrepreneurship, he's, you know, they were saying now, I think within the last year, his net worth is over a billion dollars and he's, he's easily one of the most you know, or, or was one of the richest musicians in the world. And the thing that's kind of cool about it is he never sold out, right? He, he stayed true to who he was, to his name. He never, you know, everything he did was uh, was pretty brilliant in his plan. And, and you look at where he came from and stuff. And so uh, I was talking about it after the, after he passed away with, with my son and some of you know his friends. And then other people that were sitting there, can you name someone else that you can think of that maybe had a better life than that guy? And I don't know that you could. I mean, you could pretty much make the argument that that guy might have had one of the most blessed lives of anyone ever. I mean, this is a guy that got to do whatever he wanted to do. You know, he could fly his plane in, fish off the the the, <laughs> the you know the thing you know the, the wings of his plane here or or paddle you know paddleboard or surf anywhere he wanted to. He was friends with everybody. You
1: never heard anybody say a bad thing about him. Um, pretty pretty unbelievable guy. It's all true. And he put some, what do the kids call in a video game, Easter eggs, some nuggets yes. of wisdom yes. right into those songs. Yeah.
0: yeah so I pulled, I pulled, I mean, obviously you can find these anywhere, but I pulled some of my favorites and then some others that I thought. And we kind of tried to put them in categories just a little bit so we okay. can kind of walk through. So, I mean, obviously... He was a big, you know, about beach, the you know, island lifestyle, flip flops, you know, all that kind of stuff, and um, you know, and I think for all of us, especially those of us that have grown up in 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 San Diego or anywhere else, but even people that aren't from anywhere, you know, there's there's a certain magic about the ocean, right? And and there are people that you know get that magic every day. Uh, there's it might be on a vacation or whatever else, but it's a it's a thing, and he captured that, and there's I think that
1: there's a draw to the water. There's a draw, it? and that's what he
0: kind of talked about. Like I said, he has uh you know his his uh, you know, mind on a permanent vacation, ocean is the only medication. Uh, wishing my condition ain't ever gonna go away, right? So you think about that, you know, and and uh, it's a sweet, sweet life living by the salty sea, you know, and, and uh, one of his early, you know, one of ones that's on his kind of core, eight to 12 songs that he played everywhere else was, you know, mother, mother ocean. I've heard your call wanted to sail upon your waters since I was three feet tall. So like I said, that just idea or that concept of the draw of the ocean. And you hear that from everybody. You can talk to people that are, you know, surfers to, to people that just go and, you know, watch the sunset every night, drive by any beach where there's a sunset and you'll see everybody stop and get out of their cars and watch it. So there's
1: definitely a draw to that. Those of us that live here, we stop and look at it, but, but you always see the, the, um, the tourists that come into town and you'll see them almost like, bolt to the water to put their feet in the water. And and I'm reminded of a time I saw a group, uh, a van came in, and it was a a group of of blind men and women, adults, blind men and women, and they got led right down to the water and the joy on their faces. I don't know where they, they came from, if they were close or far away, but their joy as they got into the sand and to the water was... I was spellbound watching, yeah. but that, that's the draw of the water.
0: Right. And I, and I would argue, I mean, I think it's something that we lose sight of. I mean, I'll speak for myself, but for any of us that have that opportunity, and again, you, whatever your beach is, I like it, what Corona has, I find your beach, right? So, so mm-hmm. for some people, your beach might be whatever else it is, but- when you're having that kind of day or that kind of thing, you know, maybe just go down to the beach, you know, and, and, and you, you know, it's hard to, it's a good, great place. Like I said, just to kind of let things go. And and again, you know what, ocean is the only medication, maybe find that. And that maybe changes your outlook on that day a little bit, or lets you get to the next day. So from a gesture success thing, I, I would, I would follow that find your beach, man, that thing's going to,
1: that's going to get you through. You know, and you brought a beer that matches that exact philosophy. Yeah, This actually
0: was my favorite beer from this summer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass the one around here, and it's from um, Good Life Brewing. Um, so I'll, I'll pass it over to you guys, and you guys can crack that one there. Um, and it's actually a perfect one for, um, for, for saluting Mr. Buffett because it's got flip flops right on the front of it and it's a POG pale ale which is a passion what is a passion fruit orange guava um pale ale and uh it's called Beach Life and uh it honestly this was my favorite beer that I discovered Well, we discovered it together up in Bend Oregon this summer um and uh I just thought it was a great one for tonight and and cuz it's such a unique one it's kind of like how you say Carlsberg Crush is kind of a unique pale ale this is such a unique pale ale with that POG and the guava comes yeah. out so strong Ooh, in the nose. that's nice. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, you know, it's funny we we were at this brewery and this brewery had numerous really really good beers and um I went up after, as we were, you know, done. I'm like, well, I need to buy some cans of that. They're like, well, we're all out. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I need cans of that, you know. And, this and so they come actually, home, yeah, man. they gave me a list of like five. Well, you might be able to find some at these places, and so we did. We went over to some little right across the street, yeah the the a liquor store. shop liquor store, and they actually had them. So I bought a bunch of six packs to bring home. Just and I've been drinking like these are like some of my last ones. I've been all throughout the summer just kind of you know. But I would say this: I would go back to Men, Oregon, just to go get some more of this stuff. Even though Ben Oregon's so an awesome place. And I would yeah. go to
1: Good Life for the wings and yeah. the beer. Oh, the wings were, yes. So, but it says right down there first sip will have you living your beach yeah. life and take you to the islands with your toes in the sand. Yeah. So it's a, it's That's a a about perfect, right. Perfect Buffett beer. Oh, cheers. And thank cheers, you for sharing. Yeah. yeah. I know this came out of your private reserve <laughs> yeah, I, stash. I had to look. I said, you guys are all beach life worthy. Yeah. Okay. You really did come on a good
0: night. Yeah, oh, there you know. go. Oh, oh yeah. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so then, so moving on, you know, when you go, well, does Buffett talk about love? Yeah, his, his, his look at love, I think, is a little, little different than others. And, and you know, that's not over it. But he's got some great things because he, you know, one of my favorite songs of his is uh, it, it has, with a little love and luck, we all will get by. I mean, that's, that's pretty true for most of us, right? And then, obviously, there's the most famous song of his. And it's uh, some people claim that there's a woman to blame. But I know it's my own damn fault, and that for most people in couples would be a great uh, couple therapy thing. Is that uh, yeah, it probably is your fault, and uh, and and you know, blame less and and, and accept responsibility more, and you probably do much better in your in your
1: relationships, you know. Yeah, own, own your own your f ups, right? Yeah, own it, own, own yeah, it yeah. and uh, you know, you even see that progression in the song. Yeah, <laughs> so and, and we go from blaming right? to. Ah oh, hell, my own damn fault, yeah, right yeah, so it's my own damn fault that's right? A, that right there is a lesson that gets yeah. you through an awful lot yeah and to be honest with you it gets you through a lot even if it isn't your fault just
0: saying it's your fault in most relationships is going to score you a lot of points <laughs> and you decide what are the hills you want to die on and that's probably most of the time isn't the hill you want to die on right own it fix it yeah, move on Now, right. sometimes yeah. moving on isn't
1: great isn't in the yeah. in the immediate interest of all parties true but i but i've I heard that from a man who said, great words of wisdom, our friend Joe Lieventritt. That's very true. Wordsmith. Yes, Joe he is a and, uh, and he's a huge it, Buffett fan. He's a, it, a huge Buffett fan as well. Move on. Yes. And so, I have that on the wall in my classroom. Which is funny because <laughs> Buffett also has, and I
0: have it later on, but he has a great song about the hurricane, about Katrina, and, and it's breathe in, breathe out, move on. And that's like his mantra there as well as when you when something happens to you that's catastrophic or whatever else, you you take a moment, breathe in, breathe out, and move on. And a great song. Um, but it works for love too as well. You're right. right. It, it works in all of them. So that's probably should have been all of them. So next one, obviously, Jimmy Buffett. If you've been a fan of his, um you know, I think for most of us it's it's uh, you know, the 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 saddest part of the whole thing, I think. Well, besides all of it, it's all you know sad, but it's really just sad, like that realization, like, oh my gosh, we're not gonna get to go to have another Buffett show. And if you never got to one, what a party. And the party started in the parking lot. You know, as soon as it would open, you'd be out there in the tailgate, the best tailgates you've probably ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it would carry all the way through to after the show. And it, the whole show was a party. And and um, and he did that. Like I said, we saw him in March of this year. Um, and, I mean, he was still doing it at 76 years old and going strong. And it was just – it was a – It was so much fun, and you know that's that that is the part that's going to be interesting is that that ride's a little bit over. So how do you how do you fix you know fulfill that or find that? Who's the next one? Who's going to step up? That's what we've been trying to say for years. What's the next musician that's going to step up? Yeah, there's there's a driver's seat open. Someone jump in. But uh, but he had some great quotes on getting older. And so for all of us that have kind of grown up, you know, for me especially, grow up with this music. But any of us, you know, as you get up, he's you know he has one song. I'm growing older, not up. You know, and that's that's true. If I think for most of us, (laughs) so those of us that have been. uh, Living in high school for 30 plus years. Yeah, we're growing older, (laughs) but not up. Um, And uh, he said, uh, I like his, his life is a journey that's not measured in miles or years, but in experiences. I mean, that's words to live by right there for anyone. Um, uh, Another one is, you know, lust for the future, but treasure the past. I think that there's a lot to learn there. uh, you know, and any, you know, this is another one from one of his big songs where it's uh, yesterday's are over my shoulder, so I can't look back for too long. There's just too much to see waiting in front of me. And I know that I just can't go wrong. So, again, that learned from the past, but don't don't yes. look forward to that future. Uh, some other really good ones, you know, lines from songs, wrinkles will only go where the smiles have been. I and mean, that's a great line, you know, oh, uh, yeah. you know if you think yeah. about that. Um, and it's, uh, here's another one too, again, about listening to those people that are older than you. Sometimes young people don't want to, but older and wiser voices can help you find the right path if you're only willing to listen. Um, you know, so we can always learn that. And then ultimately one of my favorite ones is, Hey, we are the people our parents warned us about, you know, and that's, that's, I think in a mantra of most parrot heads everywhere on is that, uh, you know, you, you, you kind of live that. So, um, had some great, you know, like I said, about that idea of of growing older but not up, and I think that's something that everybody should try to seize on in their in their life and and find those things that, uh, that allow them just to have, still have fun, right? And I think that was one of his things that you know, it, according to his family, was you know, was basically he, his thing was have fun. And when he that was one of some of his last words, which is have fun, keep the party going, you know. And and I think everybody life,
1: life's gonna bring you some turmoil, yeah. and some struggles, some obstacles. You know, that's the yeah. old changes in latitude, change in attitude. Yeah. Roll with the punches. Yeah. So
0: wow. um, speaking of that, that's like I said, just some of his great lines in generals. where, you know, he, what you just said, that one is, when life gives you limes, make margaritas. I mean, that's one of his, <laughs> his that's his line, one of his lines. Um, but he had some other ones. Yeah, think about that, you know, Five O'Clock Summer, you've heard it. He made it famous,
1: right? His song with Alan Jackson,
0: that made that, that uh, famous.
1: we have established on this podcast in our deep dive research that, that I not want to say stole it,
0: Three o'clock somewhere,
1: but three From o'clock somewhere was Martha Washington's yeah, thing. True. Yes, that's fair. But he branded it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he's the one with the billion dollars. He got the Grammy, uh, <laughs> the Grammy for <laughs> yeah. that song with yeah. Alan Jackson. So, but yeah, you're very right, right, Martha Washington. It's three o'clock yeah, somewhere. Yes, she's, yes, she's yeah, rolling over in her grave somewhere, maybe in delight. Yes, yes, it's possible. Um, yeah. She might have been the original parrot head. We yeah. don't know. You don't know. So. Actually, she was. She owned she owned hundreds of parrots. Yeah, and she had. I don't. I made yeah. that up. um, <laughs> But she did to have happy hours at three o'clock. But that uh, is true. But yeah, but he just—I think
0: what he was really cool to us—he would just take certain like, He had this song, another song really a really good one. Weather is here. Wish you were beautiful. Um, I don't know if he's the original one, but that song made you know made a Who wrote one of the greatest songs ever
1: written about um, food, cheeseburger in paradise? You know, yeah, yeah, well, uh, I mean, that to me is a life lesson. Yeah, and that is there is contentment to be found, bliss to be found, happiness and. And peace to be found in simple pleasures—a great beer, yeah, a cheeseburger. You know, find those places of bliss. Uh, yeah, you yeah. don't. It doesn't have to be your entire two week. Right. I mean, how often do we, as the human race, say, "I'm saving up for this two week vacation, and I'm going to spend all the money I've saved," and then things have to live up to this impossible expectation, yeah, and and it's hard. It's hard on families. It's hard on everybody. Um, and, and then there's you're almost set yourself up for just dis- well. But if you can find pleasures. In the simple things. And the simplest things. Yeah. And then sit back and, and and appreciate it. You're living. Yeah. Oh, I agree. He, and he had
0: some great things just about, you know, obviously a lot of stuff with regards to I I always love this concept because I think in all of us, I mean, if anybody else, you know, you kind of sometimes revert back to being what you thought. Of, but that whole concept, hey, I'm a pirate, but I'm 200 <laughs> years too late. You know, like back in the day, I would have been a pirate, you know, and I think that's kind of a cool concept from that song. Um, but he had some great lines about um, about just the, the the concept of of drinking and and uh, just those things. And so some of the ones I wrote down is he had one I ain't I ain't no drinking man, but temptation got the best of me. You know I think that's kind of no working during drinking hours. That's actually not a song, but it was on one of the walls in Margaritaville. <laughs> um, and these are kind of my my two favorites. These actually come from songs. Is and 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 you think about it, you go this is where the, you hear the line the first time and you might just sing it, but then you step back and you listen to it and you go oh that's really deep and it's a it's a fine line between saturday night and sunday morning so think about how many times have you gone up to that line and gone over it and you're like oh yeah you know or you hit it and you just so that's the sweet spot can you find that fine line between saturday night and sunday morning um just like this one he has another song where he says it's it was too much tequila are not quite enough so again think about that where's that fine line you know on 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 having that so just some some great lyrics like i said that just make you if you really step back and and go you know he must have had a. I, I like to think he must have had a lot of fun when he hit on those and he goes oh yes, that's a good one yeah, that's a you know yeah, i can make a song yeah out of this. yeah
1: so pretty cool i wonder if the one line created the song or the song led him to the yeah, one line yeah. i wonder i wonder what that that uh, process was like yeah so and then and then ultimately coming back to just his general quotes of on
0: life. So I just put a big long list of, of quotes on life. I think you nailed one of the first ones. Arguably one of my favorite Buffett songs. I actually have this lyric on my the wall in my office with a bunch of his albums all framed around it. But changes in latitude, changes in attitude. And I think that goes right to what you said. It doesn't have to be go to the Caribbean. It can just just do something that gives you a little change and then it'll change your attitude or change your outlook and, and, and your life. Um, you know, it, it, changes a lot there. So, um, I thought that's a really cool, I think he has some other lyrics that are, again, those are profound, right? It, it, it's uh, you know, I'd rather, he has one song where he says, I'd rather die while I'm living than live while I'm dead. So again, you think about that, and that's like you know, hey, live live your life to the fullest, right? As opposed yep. to waiting for that. I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm going to do it in ten years. I'm gonna, you know that kind of a thing. And I think for a lot of people, that's a good reminder. Um, but he had other lines. It takes more time. It takes no more time to see the good side of life than the bad. Very true. Very yes, simple. Yes, very yes. true. So much right?
1: of a choose your attitude, right? Yeah. And and make sure it's the positive yeah. one
0: and then kind of going along those lines he has another lyric that to me again it's just a great a great idea like if you just visualize this but it's basically or again that that idea of you change attitudes everything i can't change the direction of the wind but i can adjust my sails to always reach my destination you know how deep mm-hmm. is that you know you have control right you as the individual have control on, on how to get your you know most of the time of, of how to get to that destination
1: right um, I had
0: some other ones just on how to, you know,
1: when does the when's the fate, you don't yeah. get to, you know, you don't get to control the wind and fate, but you get to adjust the sail and how you deal with it and how you adjust to it. Damn, you know, like that. that's a deep one, right? I need, uh, I need that on my wall. Yeah. So
0: uh, he has another one just in general, again, approaches to life. Searching is half the fun. Life is more manageable when thought of like a scavenger hunt as opposed to a surprise party. Right. So don't, you know, take charge of your life a little bit. Uh, this one I actually really like too. It says, go fast enough to get there, but
1: slow enough to see,
0: you know, because sometimes people are just in That's too much balance. of a hurry. That's a you balance.
1: Know? Yeah. Hey, in fact, yeah, I think my father was the same as your father on, on getting to destinations. You leave as early as you can, you drive as fast as you yeah. can. And and it's taken me a, a lot of my adult life to back off. That's yeah. how you do things as we get there as fast as we can. No, no, no. Take our time. Yeah. Pulling a trailer helps. It does. Sometimes you can help take your time. But, uh, but yeah,
0: so he has a lot of those. He had another one where it's like, uh, people who think too much before they act don't act too much. And that's, again, sometimes, right? You get it, we get in our own way sometimes, you know. You know you, he's, he's, he's paraphrasing Hamlet yes, there. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. So, uh, um, the, this, these are the ones that to me become even, even more appropriate now as now that he's passed away, but things like he's, you know, he had the lyric in a song that if it doesn't work out, there will never be any doubt that the pleasure was worth all the pain, you know? And so that's kind of a cool, if you've lived a good life, right? You know, even all the negatives, if you've done a good, lived a good mm-hmm. life, it was worth it, you know? And he has a lot of that ideas. Um, like another one here, it says, it's important to have as much fun as possible while we're here. Cause it balances out to the times when the minefield of life explodes. If you think about that, you know, things happen, right? But if you, if you had fun and you know, it helps
1: you out with that. Um, yeah. That's a misnomer that, that sometimes I wonder if young people, you know, the pursuit of happiness means you're looking for it and you're earning it versus my life's supposed to be happy all the time. Right. <laughs> and, and he's found that balance, like things are going to come storms, yeah. are, storms will come to use his sea metaphor. Yeah. And then you figure out how to navigate them or shelter through them or. Right. Well, he has that, yeah, like King that, the that same
0: concept. He's using it a bunch. Like he has, a, there's another song where he hit. Life is just a tire swing. Well, you know, if you think about it from that standpoint, it just goes where it wants to go, and you know, you you decide how you want to handle the ride. So I think that's a really good one. You know, he hits another another one of his ones. It's one of his more famous songs. Is you know, we got to roll with the punches, play all of our hunches, make the best of whatever comes your way. Same type of thing about hey, just deal with it. You know, and and, and don't get too caught up in those things. Um, I like this one just in a general. Like I said, from thinking, about it. some people never find it. Some only pretend. But I just want. To live happily ever after now and then you know so again it's it's not going to be 100 percent of the time but enjoy those moments where it's there and and then you deal with those other ones um because you don't know you don't know
1: when the volcano is going to blow exactly. right very deep see, <laughs> exactly see there's a memory i you you didn't intend that but that's right there you do not know when the volcano is going to blow so but it will
0: <laughs> it will blow at some point so and uh and two of my favorites you know my one of my favorites always, I just think this is such a great line every time I hear it, or I sing it at the top of my my you know voice or whatever it is it's in changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. If we couldn't laugh, we would all go insane. And how yeah. true is that, right? right? If we couldn't laugh, right. if we can't if you can't take things if you take things too serious all the time, you're just gonna go crazy. You know, and you just got to laugh some things off, and humor is, is arguably the best medicine for most things. And so I love that line. And then ultimately, the one I put as finally is the last one, just because again, I feel like it's it's a it's a it's a one of his lyrics that comes back as a tribute to him is uh, some of it's magic and some of it's tragic. But I had a good life all the way, and I don't think that that like I said, arguably that he could have, you know, any any. I I would be hard pressed to find anyone. I'd be I'd I'd love someone to have that conversation that would say, Hey, this person had a better life than Jimmy Buffett, if you take it all right, into consideration, right. and especially when you consider he had one top ten hit in his entire career, and that was in 1977, and
1: yet he's still doing <laughs> and it. Yet, when the day passed, we put on Buffett music all day, yeah. and my wife said. We know the lyrics to every single one of these songs. Is that from hanging out with talent and yeah. Mrs. Talent? He, she doesn't call them talent and Mrs. Talent, but for, for the sake of the podcast. And I said, no, they're just embedded in our 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 lives, the age we are yeah. and the music we listen to. And yes, hanging out with the talents. It doesn't hurt. (laughs) But it's, like I said, he even to this last year, he he has a show. He's going to, the show
0: sells out. So it's, you can say it's all, you know, baby boomer age or whatever else, that kind of stuff. But you go to his shows and it's, it's, it's been passed down from those, even those parents to their kids to that. Like I said, my kids are huge Buffett fans. And that's because we grew up listening to this. I can vividly remember my kids throwing their fins to the left, fins to the right when they're two years old and their little car seats in the back of the seat as we're driving wherever we're driving, you know and then and then probably the last thing i'll just lit, uh, end with this one on my part of the Buffett stuff of it is uh so mac McAnally, for those that don't know is was kind of his right hand uh he was usually actually was on his right hand usually in, in almost every one of his shows phenomenal um musician in his own right, I have seen him many, many times. He's the guy that has the, had the beard and hair, a little kind of reddish hair. He's, he's like a eight or nine times CMA country musician of the year. I mean, he's a phenomenal person in terms of that. And he's he's been with Buffett from, you know, for like the last 35, 40 years. And, 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 and so he finally, actually it was just Yesterday or two days ago, that he finally came out and, and it made a statement about it. You know, and he kind of said, "Hey, I had it took me some time to process this yeah. because this guy meant so much to me and, and everything else." And I'm not going to read all of his thing. I would I would if you're a Buffett fan, I would encourage you to go find Mac Mac and all like last, um, you know, thing like kind of ode or whatever you want co- to talk to to Buffett, but. He just talks about how great of a man he was. And he said, the person you saw on stage was exactly who he was in real life. And I've read so many articles here over the last couple of weeks after he's passed that, they all say the same thing. The guy was the most genuine person you ever met um, and, and the most positive positive, nicest person. And and, he, and I, I just liked his last paragraph on it, but he said, you know, rich folks, poor folks, strangers and friends, blue and white collars, all religions and political camps. He saw life as a gift to enjoy and his calling was to spread that joy. He says, I've never seen anybody do it better. So I thought that was pretty cool because this is from a guy that was with him day in, day out. And uh, so, you know, I would say that cheers to, to Mr. Buffett. We'll, we'll miss him. And like I said, I think his his uh, legacy lives on and, and his music and everything else. And I'm trust me, the Margaritaville uh, hotels and all this stuff are not going away. They just opened one in downtown San Diego and that's getting bigger. And actually Paradise Point is turning into an actual Margaritaville resort here within the next year or so. So that's probably all continuing on. Um, it's just, we got to find someone to, to keep the concert party going.
1: (laughs) Someone's got to do it. Mm -hmm. There's a billion dollars saying someone's got to do it. Someone or somewhere (laughs) it'll step
0: up. And, and the other thing that's kind of cool about it, even if not, there are so many, it's called trop rock. And again, here's a guy who basically, this is as a result of him, um, there's a huge population, a whole population, genre, yeah, a whole based, genre on- based on him. And you can go listen to those guys, and they play, they'll play some Buffett music, but a lot of them play their own stuff. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, we go down to camp store
1: all the time in Carlsbad and see Gary Seiler play, you know. Oh. And, and, um, there's, I, I, I know this is a, you know, I'm not as crazy about live music as do you and Doc. Um, because I always have someone blowing smoke in my face or singing the <laughs> lyric loud. And I get annoyed with people. Yeah. People annoy me sometimes. Not you, not you two, but people but i will go see gary Seiler anytime i yeah, can yeah. And, yeah. and and he's the one that really got me thinking this music is powerful right it's fun and it's silly yeah. it also has a layer that's 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 meaningful yeah and i mean that with you know hyphen full its meaning it's full of meaning right and and it, he was the one that first played it where i was hearing it as not as a song i've heard on the radio or a song that i can sing all the lyrics to or Karaoke night right. or party music, but hey, wait a minute! These songs have a lot going on. Yeah. So hats off to Gary Seiler. He could he could drive the bus for a little, for a bit.
0: He could for a little bit, at yes. least locally. Yeah,
1: locally. I was looking up. Thank you, talent. Yeah, no problem. That was fantastic. That was actually fun. It was very. It was <laughs> therapeutic for me too. <laughs> yeah. I know you needed this. Got a little this. closure out of it as well. So I
0: appreciate it. So and like I said, we talked about doing this a while ago, but I'm, it actually kind of worked out doing it well more as
1: a memorial. So yeah. I looked up some beers. Thinking, you know, when Doc's here, he's going to do a, a Buffett beer, not a beer. Yeah. I'm giving us and listeners a heads up. Here are some real Buffett-themed beers uh, out there. Uh, let's start with your, your one of your favorites, changes in altitudes. Changes in altitude in alt beer, Bill's Brewing. And changes in limitude <laughs> by Slate Farm Brewing. Yep. All right. Fins of the Right by Mashcraft was ma- <laughs> matched with Fins of the Left by Brink Brewing. Both soured fruit beers. A Pirate Looks at 41 by Barrels 41 Brewing. Nice. That's a good one, too. (laughs) Uh, Gravity Storm Brewing has both uh, Jamaica Mistake and Come Monday. Yeah. IPA and a brown ale. Buffett B-Side Pills by Dr. Brewlittle, who also makes Jimmy's All-You-Can-Eat Buffet sour. Uh, we have Dear Mr. Buffett by Holy City Brewing. Farm, that's a farmhouse. And Jimmy Buffett Ruined My Life, a double IPA by Swells Brewing. <laughs> but my favorite, No Sleep Till Margaritaville nice. IPA, that's Norton, a good one. Norton's Brewing. <laughs> that's a beastie boys <laughs> call out, too. Mar- oh, I love that. Double entendre. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> great one. I love, that oh, was my favorite all of them. Well, thank you. Mateo, thank you for joining yeah. us in yeah. studio. It was a pleasure. I feel like I soaked in so much knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Is it knew, fair is it fair to say Jimmy like got honorary like Jeff status? Oh, easy, oh yeah. easily. Yeah. Maybe we can just have a little, uh, you know, it's just for success Buffett style. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I I see a blend.
0: Yeah, there no there's no I doubt. see a
1: blend. Yeah. So, listeners, thank you for spending the time with us. Remember just a moment to rate us, review us wherever you get our podcast. Check us out on Instagram. Visit our website ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Take a minute to buy us a beer. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we got to run.
0: b double e beer run. b run beer run. All we need is a ten and a fiber, a car and a key and a sober driver. b double e double beer run.